Hello, welcome to Thursday, August 25th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storms and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jackson, Florida. We got a couple updates regarding the NSA exploits leaked by Shadow Broker. Juniper now has a statement about uh, its share of the exploits. Apparently the exploits leak do allow an attacker to install malicious firmware images or add features to existing firmware images. Juniper does refer to a document they published in 2008 about some validation issues with firmware that may be exploited in these released exploits. Juniper also states that they have reviewed several thousands, as they say, of firmware images and haven't found any yet that they think were compromised. Now, regarding the SNMP vulnerabilities that were exploited by the Cisco exploits in this release, turns out they may actually work against newer versions of ASA firewalls as well. Does require some adaptation, but Silent Signal stated that they were able to make these exploits work against current versions of Cisco firewalls. Cisco has released updates a couple days ago, so certainly something that you probably should expedite. And in the cat and mouse game between researchers and bad guys that come up with ransomware, another round went to researchers and this time against the wildfire ransomware. Now, wildfire isn't so far special in that it targets Dutch and Belgian users. It does so by using emails that are written in flawless Dutch. And of course, with most of these emails being written in English, Dutch emails to a local Dutch speaker are very enticing and less likely to raise suspicion. Well, uh, researchers now published uh, 5,800 decryption keys for infected systems. So if you got it by this ransomware, you can check out the No More Ransom initiative for possible solutions here. This particular win was made possible by a collaboration between Intel and law enforcement that essentially took over the command control servers for this ransomware way then reveal the keys used to encrypt and also decrypt infected systems. Many modern operating systems do heavily rely on sandboxes. So each application running in its own closed sandbox, not able to exchange information with other applications unless both applications do so. iOS implements one of these sandbox concepts and has been reasonably good so far, but there is now a new tool that was developed by some German researchers that does probe the iOS sandbox for vulnerabilities and possible leaks. They found several unspecified leaks in Apple sandbox that essentially could allow one malicious application to retrieve data from other applications running on the same phone. They have notified Apple and are holding back on the overall release. There is a conference coming up at which they will demonstrate their tool. I think the real interesting part here is that they came up with an automated tool, they call it SandScout, that they developed in order to probe sandboxes for vulnerabilities. So there is some promise that tools like this could be used in the future 
to find additional holes. iOS 10 is supposed to fix these flaws. Now there isn't a release date yet for iOS 10, but the conference at which these researchers will present details will happen in October. And yes, we got new issues with encryptions, in particular TLS and OpenVPN. The issue here is that OpenVPN, for example, by default uses 64-bit block length ciphers like Plof this 64-bit refers to the amount of data being encrypted at a time. This does not refer necessarily to the key length, but it still allows for a birthday attack where someone could force all possible 64-bit blocks. The researchers did run two proof of concepts in order to show that the attack is feasible. And for example, for HTTPS using triple deaths with 64-bit blocks, they were able to decipher the cookies for HD in 30 and a half hours. They also did the same with OpenVPN, which I actually think is a little bit more likely because Blowfish and 64-bits is still a very common configuration there and they were able to discover plain text in about the same time as they were able to decrypt a HTTP cookie. For OpenVPN, the simple fix is to use 128-bit AES instead of Blowfish. For HTTPS, you just shouldn't use TripleDS. And if you do use any ciphers that do have only 64 bits block sizes, you should use relatively short sessions. So then just renegotiate keys. Also, affected ciphers in OpenSSL have been labeled as medium in the last release. So if you have a current well-configured OpenSL configuration for your web server, you shouldn't really use these ciphers. Anyway, so no big deal, but in particular with OpenVPN, take a look at your configuration and make sure you're okay. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.